Okay. Let me ask you something. What is of supreme value to you in your life? What is worth it to you to completely define your purpose and your direction? What is it in your life that when you wake up, you want to pursue this one thing or this one goal? I've watched a couple uh, documentaries on Netflix. Joanna was gone for the weekend last week, and I uh, watched two documentaries. One called Magnus, and the other uh, on a guy named Eddie Hall. Both these guys have an all-consuming passion and an all-consuming drive to pursue that one thing that is that totally orients their life. They orient their life around this one pursuit. Magnus, I believe his last name's Carlson, is the number one world champion chess player in the world. They call him the Mozart of chess because he won the championship and received the title of world champion of chess at the age of 22. 2013. He maintains that title, has defended it three times, and is the world champion chess player. And in this documentary, they show footage of him when he's four or five years old playing chess. They interview him when he's seven or eight, and he says, my goal, what I want to do so badly is to win and become the world champion of chess. And they're his entire family reorients their life, orients their life around this one goal, around Magnus' goal to become the world champion of chess. And so the way that they do schooling, the way that they schedule their lives and their vacations and they travel all around the world to get him experiences and get him training, they buy him magazines and books and uh, tire coaches. It is their one pursuit and their one orientation is to become the number one champion of chess, a grandmaster. And he is the highest ranking chess player uh, or the youngest highest ranking chess player, however you say that. Eddie, Eddie Hall, great documentary. I think it's called Strongman or something like that. But it's got lots of language, so don't say I didn't warn you, but if you can handle that, it is just intriguing. This guy is Britain's strongest man, and his goal, his all-consuming passion, is to become the world's strongest man, and he orients his entire life around this one pursuit Everything else takes a back seat to this one all-consuming passion and pursuit. His children, he has two. His wife, he has one and uh, has been divorced once. Everything takes a back seat and they all orient their lives around Eddie, who is orienting his life around this pursuit of becoming the strongest, world's strongest man. And it is amazing what he's capable of. Everything he does, the way that he eats, the way that he spends his money and spends his time is all in the name of this one pursuit. 
he holds the world record in like bench press and in leg press and in deadlift and he's been known to black out trying to break world records blood rushes to his eyes he has almost died and come uh, I believe he's had mild heart attack straining his body so hard in the training so these two men value something so much that they spend their lives and orient their lives and schedules and values and money all around that one pursuit. So what is it in your life? Do you have something like that? I'll tell you, recently, for me, it's been, I've discovered something like that. I've discovered something worth spending my life on. I've discovered a truth that has changed the way I think about the world. It has changed the way that I make ethical decisions. It's changed my values. It's changed my beliefs. It's changed the way that I understand Christianity and Jesus. It's changed the way I understand the mission of the church. It changes the way that I believe that I should be living my life and I have tried to make adjustments accordingly. I've tried to orient my life around it. The reason I live where I live and why we have even a community that exists right now, New Creation Albuquerque, is because of this discovery, of because I see, I've begun to see the supreme value of the kingdom of God. I believe that the kingdom of God, when it's properly understood, is worth everything. And it is a pursuit worth everything about me. It is worth the radical reorientation of my life. It is worth reorganizing and restructuring my priorities and my goals and what I spend my money on and what I spend my time on and what I spend my thoughts on and what I want to feel and what I want to care about. And I didn't ever realize the value of it because I didn't understand it. I grew up in church. I hear the kingdom of God. I Even until recently, I haven't understood the fullness and the depth and the radical reorienting power of the kingdom of God. Once we properly understand it, it changes everything. Jesus tells a story in Matthew 13. He describes what the kingdom is like. And he often does this. He tells a story. He says, the kingdom of God is like a man who walking in a field I don't know what he's doing if he's hired to work there or if he's just taking a stroll or if he's lost but he's he's in this field he's walking through this field and all of a sudden he discovers something maybe he trips over it or maybe he steps on it and hears something hollow but he stops and he starts digging and he, and he uncovers this treasure that is of supreme, unthinkable, unimaginable worth. 
and he Jesus says he quickly covers it up and he goes and he and he he finds out who owns the field and he finds out how much the field costs and then he sells everything it says he with joy let's not forget that with joy he sells everything he has and then he takes that money that he had liquidated from everything that he had previously worked for and he goes and buys that field. That is what the kingdom of God is like, Jesus says. It says another story right after that. The kingdom of God is like a merchant who is pursuing and looking for fine pearls. And when he finds that fine pearl, he goes and he sells everything to buy that pearl. Now the same main point, minor differences. One guy happens upon this treasure. He's not looking for it. He's just living life, taking a stroll and discovers it. It comes upon him. It shows up in his life when he didn't realize it. Didn't even know what he was looking for. And the other person is on a pursuit. He's looking for meaning. He's looking for treasure and he finds it. Both of them with the arrival of the kingdom of God, with the arrival of that treasure, with the realization of its supreme value, they take action and there is a reversal. There is a reversal and a reorientation of their life around the discovery of what is supremely valuable and worth their pursuit. And so they turn around another word for repentance. They turn around, they reorient their life, they make different decisions, they cash out and sell out on everything they had previously valued and had pursued. And then they take the action and buy into this, what is supremely valuable, the kingdom of God. And that's Jesus' point. The kingdom of God is worth so much that it is worth enough for you to leave everything, to sell everything, to radically reorient your life and abandon it all, and then to cash in and buy into and spend your life on this one thing, the kingdom of God. And so... What I want to talk about this this week is really just to set up a series of discussions I want to have over the next uh, however long it takes to begin to unpack the kingdom of God. If it is this valuable, if it is of supreme value, then what is it? I don't think we understand what it is. I don't think we fully grasp what exactly the kingdom of God is is I know I didn't understand it even though I knew the words I did not understand the value the worth and I still am discovering it and when we do it will change everything and this is why it's a foundational core value of our of our community is the kingdom gospel the kingdom of God is the foundation and the thread that orients the way that we do life and ministry in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in our nation and around 
the world. It will determine the decisions we make as individual families and as a community. It will determine the priorities. It will determine what we spend our time on and our money on. It will determine where we live and how we live there and who we are living with. So I want to do a series called The Kingdom Is... Dot, 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 right? The kingdom is... And today, two things. The kingdom is what we just talked about, the surpass, of surpassing worth of unsurpassed worth, of supreme value, of unthinkable worth is the kingdom of God. The kingdom is of unsurpassed value and worth. It's worth everything. Second, the kingdom is often not recognized as having supreme value and worth. The kingdom is often not recognized as having this supreme value and worth. Look at this guy. Can you imagine what people thought of him when he all of a sudden shows up in town, shows up at the bank, says, I want all my money. He goes and he sells his house. He sells his car. He sells everything that he has. And he's got this stupid grin on his face while he's doing it. And they're like, what are you doing? What? Number one, why are you so happy? Number two, what are you doing selling everything you've worked so hard to attain? What are you pursuing? What is worth this? And he says, that field over there, you know that one down on Zuni in Louisiana by the fairgrounds? (laughs) What? You're buying that? That field? Yeah. And he buys that field because they don't, and it looks like foolishness. It looks ridiculous because they don't understand the supreme value. They don't see the treasure that lays, uh, that lie underneath the, the dirt and the rocks. And it looks ridiculous. It's not recognized. So people ask, the kingdom of God looks like a mustard seed. That's worth your life? What are you doing? How many children do you have in your home? You left, you you moved from where to where? You left what job to do what job? You drive what? You gave up a position where? You give how much? To what? To who? For what? It looks ridiculous. It looks foolish. Because people don't recognize and have not had their eyes opened or they have not discovered the the depth and the breadth and the width and the height of, of, of the kingdom of God that calls us into this amazing life. But it doesn't look amazing because it doesn't look that valuable. But I'll tell you what, and here's the challenge. The more we live our life in light of the supreme value of the kingdom of God, the more we live our lives, the more people will begin to see that maybe there's something valuable to this. 
what you are pursuing is worth what you have given up? It's worth that much? It's worth what you have bought and spent your life and your time and your energy on? And people may begin to see the value. So the question is, as we launch into this this series, the question is, what is of supreme value in your life? What organizes your life? What is your life oriented around? Is it the kingdom of God? Jim Elliott, a missionary to um, a tribal people in South America, in the Amazon, uh, he wrote in his journal, uh, he felt called to the mission field, to the hardest to reach tribes, to cannibalistic tribes uh, who are known to be violent, who are known to murder um, and kill people who attempted to visit them and enter into their to their life and he was called to this and he wrote in his journal he said a man is no fool who gives up what he cannot keep to attain what he cannot lose let me say that again he is no fool who gives up what he cannot keep to attain what he cannot lose. So here's a second question. And by the way, he was killed, speared to death through the chest by the people he was trying to reach. So the question is, what are you clinging to that you cannot keep that prevents you from attaining that which you cannot lose? There's something you're hanging on to. Are there barriers? What's holding, what's holding you up? It may just be that we haven't discovered the value of the kingdom yet. I know in all of our lives, mine very much included, I do not see always at all the supreme value and worth of the kingdom of God, and I cling to things. Our whole lives, I think, are going to be about letting go, releasing what we cling to that we cannot keep orienting our lives around that which we cannot lose. The kingdom of God is worth so much and it is with great joy that, that the, 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 the man sells everything. I'm not, we're not calling us, we're call, being called into a, an adventure, a joyful adventure, a mission with the all-loving, almighty, saving God who went to the greatest Length possible, gave up everything, did not consider equality with God a thing to be clung to, but instead gave up everything, emptied himself, becoming obedient, taking on the form of a servant, and being obedient even to the point of death, even death on a cross. This is our Savior, this is our leader, this is our, this is our. Our King, Jesus, saw the surpassing worth of the kingdom of God and that was his message and that's what we'll talk about next week. The kingdom of God is of surpassing worth.
the kingdom of God is not always recognized as having supreme worth. The kingdom of God is worth every ounce of your strength and resources. It is worth the investment of your life. So I want to I live into this next few weeks. Let's pray. Lord, I pray for us, I pray for our community, God, that we would be kingdom people, that our lives would be oriented around the one pursuit that is you, that we would be willing and that we, you would give us joy to orient our lives and to reverse our lives and to reorient everything that we have and have pursued to be in light and underneath the rule and the reign of God and according to the priorities and calling and mission of your kingdom. So please help us, God. We, we are weak and we cling. We cling tightly to that which we cannot keep. Help us to pursue the one thing that is worthy of all of our attention. In Jesus' name, amen.